Welcome, everyone, to the Cardio Seeds podcast. I'm Dr. Svetlana Shimon, your host. Today, we will explore the present and future of American healthcare, discussing ways to optimize the system and improve the well-being of medical professionals. So, if you are with us, let's dive right in and begin this exciting journey together. Hello, hello. I am back. You may have noticed that I was not recording for a while. Well, there was a reason for that. I was down with COVID for almost a month and I'm still coughing. Well, you will ask, have you had any precautions? Well, yes, yes. And I did not have COVID until now. So after two and a half years of the pandemic, two vaccine shots and two boosters, masks and all of the precautions, and now feeling almost invincible and thinking for sure I will not be the one getting it. And now I was trying to make sense of it. I got it. I got it anyway. I guess I know why it happened. First of all, the current variant is not the original strain of COVID-19 that's well covered by the vaccines or even by the existing boosters that were available during the times when we got ours. It's only most recently when the super-infectious Omicron or Omicron variant and its subvariants engulf the globe. Recently, I have been recording videos for public health outlining the harmful effects of stress on the immune system and our increased susceptibility to COVID-19 infection when we are under stress. So, did I simply fall under this category and cut it because I was stressed out more than usual? Well, let's see. The answer may be more complex than that. It's not a secret that any severe acute physical or emotional stress may create a gaping hole in our natural defense against infections. For instance, think about needing a major emergency surgery or trying to recover from it. Your body is fighting with all its resources trying to restore its balance. So, it sustains losses, pretty much like a fighting army on the battlefield. During this early post-op period, you naturally become vulnerable to infections and other diseases from the outside world. And when something like flu or pneumonia happens, it's usually more severe and more complicated than if you were meeting while entirely healthy at the baseline, not in the post-operative recovery state. The same applies to acute severe stress that lowers our body's natural defenses for a while. Think of a situation when somebody's home got flooded in a hurricane 
They're okay physically, but super stressed for a week or two trying to sort things out. All their body energy and resources are channeled to do just that, keeping them focused and going almost around the clock. At that time, their natural defense mechanisms may be stretched thin, and they can easily catch a cold, stomach flu, or even get a sudden flare-up of painful herpetic lesions around their mouth that they have not had for years. For me, there was no identifiable acute stressor I could think of. However, there were a whole slew of stressors for me, including my mom's severe illness and untimely death last fall, compounded by the fact that I was unable to travel and see her because our home country, Ukraine, was under COVID lockdown at that time. I was still grieving over my mom's passing when my second homeland country, Ukraine, was invaded and the war erupted, turning my life and my world around me upside down forever. As days passed by, the situation was getting worse and worse, and soon I lost touch with my uncle and aunt stranded under the occupation in Ukraine. I have not heard from them since. So I tried to numb my mind by working on getting my new company up and running and ended up working 24-7 pretty much. It helped with not watching the news as much as I had before, but I was only getting more and more exhausted physically and mentally as Ukraine and mom's death were still in my mind, and I was unable to completely completely avoid the news. So all that started as one acute event several months ago. It did not have a closure or a resolution. Thus, it became chronic chronic stress, and it kept perpetuating itself. This is one of the classic examples that I wanted to discuss today, and I'm sure that almost everybody can relate to this to a certain degree. So when we live under chronic, unresolved stress, whether it's a physical, mental stress, or both, we start eventually burning out and losing the battle against stress. Our reserves get depleted, and I mean our physical and mental natural reserves, and our bodies and brains become vulnerable to all kinds of diseases, from infections of all kinds to chronic illnesses like metabolic problems and high blood pressure to depression, and even alcohol use disorders in certain people. Today, I would like to talk about how increased stress, anxiety, and depression, and sleep deprivation are associated with a high risk of getting COVID-19 specifically. Well, 
scientists knew for a long time now that high stress and emotional burnout are associated with a great risk of acute infectious diseases such as pneumonia, chest cold, and influenza-like viral illnesses. So we still don't quite understand why it happens, but we think that lack of sleep and sleep problems and chronic stress might damage our immune system and its ability to fight infections on many levels. So recently, however, the scientists discovered that greater psychological distress during the early phases of pandemic, COVID-19 pandemic, um, was significantly associated with getting infected with COVID-19 later on during the pandemic. So think about it. If if people were psychologically distressed at the beginning of pandemic, they were infected more with COVID later on. And on top of that, these patients had more severe symptoms or they were getting significantly more sick if they caught COVID comparatively to those people who were not stressed out, anxious, or depressed when the pandemic started. Well, these findings are hardly surprising to me personally as a physician. Previous research had shown that psychological factors, as I mentioned already, is chronic stress, burnout, and lack of social support or sleep deprivation, for instance, were associated with increased susceptibility to viral respiratory illnesses and more severe symptoms of those illnesses. And during the COVID pandemic, there has been a well-documented deterioration in mental health and the well-documented increased social isolation. So not surprisingly, the study showed that COVID-19 infection and symptoms were more more severe and more common among those people who had a higher degree of psychological distress in their daily lives. So the investigator who led this research even said that their data showed that increased stress, anxiety, and depression were not only consequences of living with the COVID-19 pandemic, but also may be factors that increase our risk of getting COVID-19. So what do I conclude from all this? If we are, or you are, one of those people who lives with one or more than one of those conditions, whether it's chronic stress, chronic mental or physical burnout, or both, anxiety, depression, social isolation, or if you're chronically sleep deprived, or maybe all of those things all together, your immune system may be already weakened or on its way to be weakened and unable to fight the COVID-19 virus as well as it should. And my example showed that despite multiple precautions, I was unable to fight and I caught COVID-19 virus anyway. So, If you have an underlying condition that predisposes you to infection, 
plus maybe a stressful occupation that may cause chronic burnout, chronic sleep deprivation, such as nurse, a doctor, a school teacher, or a frontline worker, you may be more, even more prone to catch COVID-19 virus. And if you catch it, it can be pretty bad. It can be a severe disease. So in general, burnout, I already mentioned, but burnout is dangerous to one's health in general. It's associated with a whole slew of chronic diseases from diabetes and cardiovascular disease that by themselves make us more susceptible to infections, right? So what do we do to help ourselves? Of course, we need to pay attention to that burnout reduction and that chronic stress reduction. And we need to pay attention to increased social connection. So if you really feel socially isolated, this is a good time to address that social isolation. Go talk to people, talk to your relatives, talk to your friends. Don't do anything in silos. Don't stay indoors. Don't stay glued to your computer or social media because these these are not real people you communicate. You need real human touch. You need real human uh, connection. A person, you know, listening to you, maybe even sitting six feet away from you on, on the bench somewhere in the park, but you need a human being talking to you or maybe even looking looking at you through a Zoom a screen, but it has to be a human being, right? But what about the protection from the virus? Well, of course, continue following all the precautions you can from social distancing to washing your hands and masking, if it's recommended, of course, um, by <clears throat> your um, local health department in CDC. And if you have not had your COVID vaccine yet, please, please get vaccinated. It may save your life. And if you already had the vaccine, please remember to get your booster dose when the time comes. Most recently, FDA approved the new booster dose or new booster variant that is effective against, hopefully effective, the latest COVID variants, Omicron, etc. We did not have that when we got vaccinated with our boosters and with our, with our two vaccines at the beginning. That vaccine was developed against the very initial variant of COVID. And it was very good against that initial one, but virus evolves itself. So the most recent variant, Omicron, was not like the first one. And the scientists had to tweak that vaccine to make sure that it works against the most recent variants. And they succeeded, and they succeeded. So uh, please go ahead and, and get vaccinated with, with this new booster. And I will also go get that booster when I recover from this infection a little longer because you cannot get it um, right away after you recover from the acute illness. And I hope that you learned something today and this is all 
For today, it was your host, Dr. Svetlana Shamon, a double board certified lifestyle cardiologist and a behavioral coach from the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'll see you at the next episode of the Cardio Seeds podcast. And thank you for listening to the Cardio Seeds podcast. Stay healthy and happy. Goodbye.